Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, October 28th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, ready to break down the six-game NBA DFS slate for you here tonight. And our goal is to finish the slate like Harrison Barnes finished the night last night with the game winner at the buzzer. So I'm going to try to get you ready for DraftKings and FanDuel. Mention some prices, go through the injuries, some key rotations and matchups we want to look at and try to build you some winners. So thank you for tuning in, and let's get after it here. Six games, starting at 7 o'clock Eastern, four of the 12 teams involved in a back-to-back, totals ranging from 213 to 229 on betus.com.pa, one of our partners. So a couple games that I'm a little more interested in, that would be Atlanta, Washington, and Memphis, Golden State. But we're going to start with Detroit and Philly as the first 7 o'clock Eastern game. Philly favored by 10.5, 213 total. Uh, sort of like last year, not really the matchup we want to target in DFS on a six-game slate with the big spread. Detroit off to a bad start again, 0-3. We do have some potential injury news here with Jeremy Grant questionable. If he's out, then Olenek comes into play. He stepped up nicely in the last game in Grant's absence, 21-6-4. So you could look there. Uh, you could also get a few more shots for Stewart. Uh, and Bay is interesting. But on the other side, we do. it does look like Embiid is going to play. So probably won't go to Stewart. And then with Sadiq Bay, again, like last year, very inconsistent. I don't like investing in him. But he did have a 20-16 and 16 game. Uh, pricey though, uh, he's the most expensive Detroit guy at 6,800. And I think Danny green will most likely spend time on him. And he's got that veteran, uh, knowledge and, and, uh, experience to give him some trouble. So, uh, you know, I would potentially consider Olenek, uh, and then the guards could come into play here. Killian Hayes, not a great start to the season, but he did finally get 27 minutes in the last game. Uh, so around the 4K range, he could pay off. And then Josh Jackson, another really inconsistent player who had a real strong game last game, 32 minutes, and he's only mid-4K range on both sites. I think he'll be popular. Uh, just invest in your at your own risk here with these Detroit guys because they can be very inconsistent even when they're getting the minutes, and that's not assured. I'm not going to touch anybody on this Detroit bench. Corey Joseph, Diallo, Jackson, Trey Lyles, Garza. Not interested there. So maybe a one-off from the Detroit lineup once we get the Grant news. And thankfully, this is game one. So we'll have it. On the Philly side, I wouldn't mind if Embiid sat this one out. Because then we could have Drummond uh, taking on his former team all by himself, basically, at at the big. Uh, Nice price. But assuming Embiid plays, I will probably fade both of those guys. Uh, Tobias Harris stepped up in the last game, almost got a triple-double. A little expensive for me on DraftKings at 87. 7,600 is playable for me on FanDuel. Uh, With the guards, uh, the news here this morning, I'm recording this at lunchtime on Thursday, is that Shake Milton went through shoot-around with Embiid. So a big step in the right direction for him. Does he play tonight? Possibly. 3,000 on DraftKings is attractive for that type of player, but I'm going to need a little bit more positive news here before lock based on, you know, 
what type of role he might get, how many minutes, what the limit might be. As of right now, I'm not planning to play Shake, but you know, game one or two when he's coming back at a low price, he could certainly pay it off. Not going to go with Maxi uh, if Shake is back in there. Uh, he's just not quite getting it done. Isaiah Joe getting some minutes as well. Uh, and I'm going to fade the rest of Philly here. Just don't like this game. It's really a, a one-off situation probably for me, most likely. All right, game two, Atlanta and Washington. The other 7 o'clock Eastern tip, as I mentioned, more interested in this game. One of my favorites on the slate. It is a 222 total. Atlanta favored by three on the road. Back-to-back for both teams. Coming off uh, wins, tight wins, under 10 points. Uh, Atlanta, that strong finish with with Trey Young. Uh, Trey and and uh, John Collins are the two key guys for me with Atlanta so far. Uh, reasonable prices on both sites. You know, if you go with Trey Young, you get a nice savings on some of the other stud guards on this slate: Luca, Steph, um, and Collins. You know, he hasn't been getting huge minutes, but he's been very active. He's paid off his low 6K price three of the four games, including last night in only 25 minutes. So those are the two guys I'm looking at the most. The other group is really just kind of just splitting the minutes, splitting the usage. I like that Bogdanovich got 31 minutes, but only 12 shots, not doing much else. Hunter, uh, 29 minutes is great, but, you know, 13 points and two rebounds. He's just not hitting the boards. So far this year, um, and Capella, you know, he's the X factor here because he got to 29 minutes finally, but only five points last night. Good matchup here. Uh, so, but it is a back-to-back. Um, so I probably won't go to that seven, almost seven K range. Uh, I'll probably focus on Trey and Collins. I'm not going to go to anybody on the bench. We've got Lou Williams questionable, so that could impact minutes a little bit. But again, back-to-back with. Herder, Reddish, and Gallinari, all 20 to 24 minutes. Uh, I'm just not going to invest there tonight. On the Washington side, I've got some interest here. Again, although it is a back-to-back, the big news here is that Daniel Gafford is questionable with thigh contusion. If he's out, let's just lock in Montrez Harrell. Uh, yes, it's a tough matchup against Capella, but you know he's not going to play 30 minutes. Meanwhile, Montrez played 38 last night. 25 and 11 guy is so active and you know, 5,300 DraftKings center spot only. He's got that uh, position flexibility on FanDuel tonight, the power forward 5,600 or the center. Uh, again, not a great matchup, but he's just going to be out there getting all the minutes he can handle the volume. Uh, you know, he can get defensive rebounds even with Capella out there and he can score in transition so he'll be locked in for me if Gafford is out. Uh, Dinwiddie is another spot I want to look at here. Uh, both sites right around 7,000. Get some of that Trey Young defense. Getting a decent amount of shots running the show. Beal hasn't quite done it yet this year. 25 shots last night I like. But he's pricey, and I think he'll get some Hunter defense. Uh, we saw that Hunter did a nice job limiting Ingram last night, making it difficult for him. So I'd rather go with the cheaper Dinwiddie out of that backcourt tonight. 
And then Kuzma, got to mention Kyle Kuzma, our analytics guru, John Wehausen, uh, talking about him last night. Uh, you know, don't look now, but he's averaging double digit rebounds. Well, the secret's out. You know, he's averaging 14 and 12, 6,200 on both sites. Uh, playable for me. I do, I do lean towards Collins in that matchup. Uh, you know, I think Collins can, can have his way there and continue to um, hammer home some thunderous dunks at the rim. So I could see myself going with uh, two to three players here for sure in most of my lineups. All right, game three, let's move to 8 o'clock Eastern. We've got the Knicks and the Bulls, 215 total. Chicago favored by one and a half at home. They are undefeated. 4-0, great start for the Bulls. Uh, they need it. It's been a while. Uh, two wins over Detroit and then solid wins against New Orleans and Toronto. But let's start with the visiting team here, the Knicks. New Orleans Noel is still out. So it looks like the same rotation we've been getting, which, again, for me, is too much at the guard position. Kemba, a real nice game uh, in that last one. But, uh, you know, not big minutes. Rose is still there, the whole group. You know, the only guy whose price is somewhat attractive to me is Alec Burks on DraftKings at 3700 But four games in, he still has not had a game where he's attempted over 10 field goal attempts. So I'm going to fade that group. Uh, and it's still, it's just Randall or bust for me here with the Knicks. He's pricey, 9500 on DraftKings. Um, probably a little too much, uh, for my primary lineup, but maybe a GPP option. We'll see if he bounces back from that last one. And I'm not going to go to the New York bigs uh, at the center spot, even with Noel out. Although, um, Taj Gibson, uh, back where he spent all those years in Chicago could be a really interesting GPP play at about one to 2% ownership, but we do have some value elsewhere. So. Uh, you know, you don't really need to look there. I do want to look on that Chicago side, though, because Mr. Zach Levine questionable with the left thumb issue, torn ligament. It sounds like he's going to try to play through it. Uh, I'd like to know about that uh, if he's going to play tonight. Uh, I'd like to see him sit so we can uh, jump on some of this Bulls value. If he does miss tonight, then I give a, a significant boost to Lonzo. DeMar DeRozan, and then Alex Caruso. I think he steps up. He's already been playing big minutes off the bench and becomes a key value play. We know he can do it all. So even though it's not a terrific game environment, I like him especially on DraftKings where he's only 4,300. But Lonzo and DeMar DeRozan in play for me on both sites. 7K range is is perfect here uh, for those guys with how much they've been doing. And that'll be it for me. I'm just going to zero in on that one section of, of the roster. Uh, Williams not doing anything offensively. Vucevic a little overpriced for the amount of shots he's getting. So that's where we look uh, and, and play around with that. Get a couple bulls in your lineup if Zach Levine is out. All right, halfway through the slate. Uh, thank you again for tuning in here before we hit the second half. Just want to invite folks to join us tonight if you want some lineups. Full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo. I'll be, I'll be building those, the cash lineup and the GPP. We'll give those out to the members at about 6.30, 6.40 Eastern once we get that news. And then the DraftKings Coaches Clipboard where I'll have some uh, highlighted players for your core 
and then a bunch of options to fill out your lineup. So DFSCoachTalk.com if you want to join us today. Awesome day to join because Crash and I will have the NFL lineups tonight as well. Uh, we're going to see how many Packers Josh can cram his, into his lineup, and we're going to see how many Cardinals I can get in mine. So uh, on the website, just pick whichever length of time you want for your membership. If you grab the five-day pass, that'll take you through Monday, so you get all of NFL Week 8 with us. After you sign up, we will send you an email and then invite you into our Discord. All right, second half of the slate here, Utah and Houston. Another 8 o'clock tip. Uh, two teams going in different directions, of course. Utah 3-0 to start. Houston 1-3. The Jazz favored by 9. 221.5 total. And the news here on the Utah side, Boyan Bogdanovich has an illness. He's questionable. And Eric Pascal, questionable with the facial infection. He has been playing through it. But if Boyan sits, that opens up some minutes. And we know that Joe Ingles is going to slide in there and do some damage. He had over 30 fantasy points in the last game with Bojan playing. And at 4,900 and 4,700, Ingles becomes a nice value play for me um, with you know greater than 30-point upside. Uh, anyone else on Utah? Probably not. You know, Mitchell is still a little pricey, close to 9000 He's a little more in consideration on FanDuel, where he's 83 um, You know, Clarkson, maybe a GPP at 5100 If it is a blowout, maybe he gets a few more minutes. But I'm probably a little more interested in the Houston side. Uh, Christian Wood, believe it or not. Now, why would I be interested in Wood in this matchup against Rudy Gobert and company? Well... You know, Wood is not out there by himself. They've got the Twin Towers going again in Houston. Not the Twin Towers of old, but Wood and Tice. And as I project these matchups, I think Rudy Gobert is just as likely, if not more likely, to be guarding Tice primarily. And that Utah uses Royce O'Neal on Wood. You know, and that's a, that's a mismatch because Wood has the size advantage. And then even if Rudy Gobert guards Christian Wood, look at what the Joker did to Rudy in the first half. 15 minutes, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. I mean, he absolutely dominated Gobert. And right, Wood is not an MVP yet, but he has that same type of game where he can hit the three and then also penetrate. Uh, So at 8,400 on DraftKings, I'm looking at him as a potential play, 8,600 on FanDuel, also playable for me. And Tice, uh, by the same token, is playable for me as a cheap play. He got to 29 minutes against Dallas. Nice, strong double-double. We know he can shoot it from the perimeter as well. Uh, So I'm looking at one of those guys, and I, I don't think they'll be highly owned. So that might give us a nice edge. With the rest of the starters for Houston, you know, I, I built a lineup in the last slate that they played against Dallas where I had some exposure to Porter Jr. and Green. And, man, they are just a work in progress, aren't they, as a backcourt? You, you know, you love the the minutes and the fact that they're playing off of each other. They've got the correlation where it can really smash once they get it together. 
uh, and you know, when you stack a game, there's nothing like, there's nothing as good or as fun as when your guy passes to your guy and they hit a three, but there's almost nothing as painful as watching your guy pass to your guy and then miss a three because it's 4.5 points if they can make it. And that's what happened at the end of that Houston Dallas game that I had stacked. And they just kind of finished with a, with a thud. Um, so you're going to get that with these young guys, but the, the price tags are just tempting here. You know, Porter Jr., 5,900 on DraftKings, Green, 57 on uh, fan, uh, on uh, DraftKings. Sorry, Porter Jr., 59 on FanDuel. So it's tempting. Uh, you know, of course, Conley has strong defense. <clears throat> They'll have a harder time at the rim. So they're not my, my favorite plays here today. But uh, we, we need to really keep an eye on them and how much confidence do they gain and how much of a rhythm do they get into and, and how much confidence do they get. Because if those prices stick there, you know they are going to be key players on these slates going forward. Jay Sean Tate, 4,800 on DraftKings, playable, um, but you know inconsistent in terms of his output. Daniel House out uh, tonight. So possibly a couple more minutes for the men, for the bench guys. Eric Gordon, forty two hundred on FanDuel, is playable for me, but we know he's pretty scoring dependent. So I'll, I'll probably just focus on uh, one or two of the Houston starters. All right, two games left. We go to Texas for San Antonio in Dallas. Coach will be watching that one closely on his night off. His Mavs favored by seven, two twenty total. Uh, front end of a back to back for the Dallas Mavericks. They're going to head to Denver tomorrow. Big news here with San Antonio, Doug McDermott out with the knee issue. So what do we get here? Do we get the same type of effect that we had in that overtime game with the Lakers where Lonnie Walker got 31 minutes, Devin Vassell 35, Keita Bates-Diop got 29 minutes as Keldon Johnson took a, a backseat, only played 23 uh, I am interested in Lonnie Walker and Devin Vassell a little bit. Uh, we'll see about who starts. You know, with San Antonio, we know it doesn't matter quite as much. Uh, I think we can feel confident that that Lonnie and Vassell are going to get good minutes, and they're just good prices here. I want to compare Lonnie Walker to Dejounte Murray because Murray basically broke the slate with over 70 fantasy points in that game monster triple double but he's mid to high 8k range look at his shooting numbers for the year 37% from the field 21% on threes 57% at the line not good compare that to Lonnie Walker 46% from the field 38% on threes 88% from the line just a better shooter yes it's a small sample size but you save four thousand, you know, three three and a half to four thousand on each site by going to Lonnie Walker. And no, I don't expect him to get more fantasy points than Murray. But I'd rather just get a little piece of that um, that side of the ball and and go with the cheaper Lonnie Walker who can get you some stocks. So that that's where my main focus is with the Spurs tonight. Pirtle was an absolute monster, 27 and 14 with four stocks against the Lakers. 
just smashed. His price has gone up a little bit to 7K. Uh, we like the matchup against Dallas, so he could do it again. Um, but with the price up a little bit, not my first option tonight. On the Dallas side, big news over there. Mr. Porzingis, questionable with the back. Left early from the last one. Uh, so we'll see about that. If he sits, I will reluctantly mention Kleba, the guy who can throw up a dud at any given moment. But he's 3,200 on DraftKings. And he's been playing 16 to 20 minutes a game, even with Porzingis. So I think that that will bump up. Uh, could easily be 24 to 28 if Porzingis sits. He's playable for me. Luca, of course, he's playable. 11,000 and under. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested in him. Um, probably going to have a decent amount of exposure to him. Uh, how about the centers for Dallas? I just want to mention uh, one of my favorite price comparisons on the day. We have Boban, who has played nine minutes on the season. And, of course, he smashed 11 points, four rebounds, and assist in that last game. So... Why do we mention him? Well, he's more expensive than Dwight Powell, the starter, 3,900 to 37 on DraftKings, which is great. I mean, that's the way it should be because Boban is such a fantasy stud. Uh, and he he may get some minutes if Porzingis is out again. So um, am I going to run out to play Boban? You know, probably not. But just want to mention him because if he gets 12 to 16 minutes, look out. He's likely to smash again. Brunson, uh, career-high 11 assists last game. Nice little 11-11 off the bench. Um, not looking at him quite as much here today with some of the other value options, but uh, real nice start to the season for him. All right, one more game to go. Uh, if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up. If you like these free podcasts in front of the paywall, we're going to keep doing them seven days a week, and we appreciate all your support. Please do subscribe to the channel as well. So, you know, in the podcast post, I think we have 11 podcasts posting per week in all of our sports. So I appreciate your support. All right. Last game of the night, Memphis and Golden State, 10 o'clock Eastern. Memphis with the back-to-back. They lost by 20 to Portland last night, getting the rested Golden State squad that's 4-0. They are the six-point home favorites. Total here, 229, highest on the board. So I don't mind a little bit of exposure here. It's probably not going to be mostly on the Memphis side, though. Just do not like them in back-to-backs. The theme from last year has continued. Last night was really just gross in terms of the minutes distribution. 11 guys played at least 12 minutes, and there was only one guy who got more than 25, John Morant. So just don't like these guys on back-to-backs. Uh, we'll see about Desmond Bain. I'm marking him as questionable because he got that elbow to the head um, and, you know, dropped some blood across the court as he was leaving. He had a great start before that, 19 and 3 in, in uh, 23 minutes, really aggressive. You know, he probably would have gotten more than 25 minutes. He and Ja would have been the only two. Um, 4,900 on DraftKings, still pretty cheap. So we'll see if he's out there. But Jaw, you know, around 10000 a little pricey for me on this slate when we've got uh, Luca and Steph and Trey to consider. And 
just not really looking at the rest of Memphis. I mean, Triple J with 18 minutes, same thing for Steven Adams. Uh, Kyle Anderson coming off the bench now. Uh, you never know with him. Yeah. And then Clark, how about Brandon Clark, 3,100? Last year we would have jumped on that, but 15 minutes, just a little bit, a uh, little bit sketchy there. On the Golden State side, though, really everybody in play for me in terms of that starting five. You know, Steph just really, really shooting it. Uh, he got a little bit of that Dorcher chamber in the last game, but he could, he could do it. Pool, uh, much better price still, 5K range. Uh, I like that he got 26 fantasy points against Oklahoma City, even though he was 0 for 7 on threes. We know that that's going to improve. Uh, Wiggins, over 30 minutes now, had his best game, as did Draymond. No big surprise, you have your best game of the season against OKC. But we like the minutes. Wiggins, a fair price. Draymond flirted with that triple-double. Uh, playable for me on both sites. A little bit cheaper on, on FanDuel, only 6400 That's nice. And then with the bench, the only guy I probably would look at is Damian Lee. Uh, you know, he also had his best game against OKC, 26 minutes, got 20 points, and uh, only 4K, the 4K range here. So you could look there. All right, hopefully that gives you a good start here to your build on DraftKings and FanDuel. I'm going to keep working on these lineups to finalize them for the members. We also have the, the full Yahoo uh, lineups didn't mention the prices there today, but we will get everything ready for FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo. Again, jump in with us at dfscoachtalk.com and then stick with us here on the channel as we will continue to have our podcast coming at you NBA seven days a week. We'll have two more football podcasts tomorrow night to get ready for the main slate and the primetime games. But check out our Thursday night football podcast if you haven't already. Get ready for that Packers-Cardinals game. Going to be a lot of fun. All right. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thanks again for joining me, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.